before a baby is born, they kind of feel like a theoretical concept, don't they? You can hear someone is going to have a baby. You can hear that they've even learned the gender. You can hear the name that they picked out. You can know the due date and all of that kind of stuff. You can see the weird 3D images that they have with the fancy new ultrasounds um, where the baby just kind of looks like a monster made of stone. But until you actually see that baby and hold it, it doesn't really seem real. Unless you are carrying that baby in your body. Unless you have thrown up every day for weeks and you cannot fit into your clothes and the only thing that you can eat is saltine crackers. If you can't stand the smell of broccoli, and even my sister-in-law once was so sick that she threw up thinking about my brother eating broccoli the day before. Unless you can feel that child writhing around and kicking your internal organs, it doesn't seem real. But to the one who is carrying that baby, it is real. It's such an incredible thing. Uh, being able to grow a baby inside of yourself, and no matter how common it is, because every single one of us have our origins back in a womb somewhere, it's an incredible miracle. It's amazing. When our children are born, we can't imagine life without them. And it's just amazing that they had been so, not so very long ago, Emerson, in their mommy's tummies. Next year, at this time, none of us will be able to imagine a world without Kale and Ashley's baby. But now, that baby is just making Ashley very tired. Everyone is born, and everyone dies, but the dying part is often a singular journey. The birthing part happens to the mother and the baby. The story of the ministry of Jesus does not start with John proclaiming away in the wilderness, although we hear a great deal of him from in Advent. It begins with Mary. Mary who watched as her body became something else for someone else. That's what it feels like to be pregnant sometimes, like your body has been hijacked, sometimes in a good way and sometimes in an uncomfortable way. God invited her into this journey first. She became the portal for the Messiah. And she said, yes. What we remember and celebrate in Advent is because of this young woman. Because she was willing to trust. Because she was willing to walk forward with the mystery unfolding inside of her. Our scriptures today point to all kinds of bigger, deeper truths. Our Old Testament reminds a powerful king that he is simply one step in a cosmic promise. Romans is a final reminder to the faith community in Rome to keep the faith that God is at work in you, and it culminates in our gospel text that God chooses to use the faithfulness of God's people to enter the world. All work that cannot be seen with the naked eye. All work that feels sometimes like theoretical concepts that require faith, an open heart, for the mystery unfolding within. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is often referred to as Theotokos, God-bearer. 
the only person in history to have had that physical honor. She's the only one. It's amazing. She is not the only one, however, that gets to bring the light and life of God into the world. Each of us, every day, has a new opportunity to be a part of that cosmic promise. We live in the already and the not yet. We remember the story, Jesus coming into the world over 2,000 years ago, and we, we proclaim the goodness of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, and yet we live before the world is set to rights by the eschaton, by the end of time, when love will reign and Jesus returns. We are not there yet. Sometimes it feels like we are so far away from that. Amen? Wars rage. Biologists estimate that up to 72 species become extinct every single day. That is three per hour. So while we worship here this morning, three species will become extinct. People are uprooted from their homes because of war and the climate crisis. Poverty staggers billions around the world with malnourishment and inadequate medical care, while 1% of the world's population has half of the world's wealth. Every single day, 25,000 people die of hunger-related causes, and 10,000 of that number is children. And those are just the catastrophic things, and that is really just a tiny slice of the catastrophic things. Personally, <clears throat> many of us struggle. People that we love have gotten terrible diagnosis. We have anxiety and depression. We lose our jobs. We make stupid choices. My sister's dog got hit by a car this week. Breaks our hearts. We don't know our neighbors. We need Jesus. And here we are. The ones through whom Jesus has promised to show up. Theotokos. Sometimes we get it twisted and think that we will do this work as individuals. And yes, each of us can bring God's light and life into the world individually. Absolutely. Do it. All the time. As much as you can. But the most accurate and effective way for us to be Theotokos is through community. The body of Christ. Mary relied on her cousin and dear friend Elizabeth as she walked the path of being the portal of the Messiah. Paul used the language of the body of Christ to show us what it looked like to bring love into the world. And we participate in the promise of generations that started millennia ago. Each generation building on the last. All of the terrible things happening in our world are made worse by how isolated we are from each other. With an obvious exception, sitting right up here in these front pews, we do not live generations of family living together anymore. No longer does grandbaby get born in the same room that grandmother dies in. My grandparents were part of a bowling club, a bridge club, a church, community service organizations. Today, we are on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok in our living rooms. These do not provide real community. They provide opportunities to 
judge each other and to feel inferior, we're headed towards a worsening crisis in our culture of isolation and loneliness. And yet, we, the community of faith called the church, get to bring God's love and life in the world. What we do here, coming together and sitting in the same room and singing together and hugging each other and passing the peace and coming to the table together and proclaiming the promises of millennia is so important. It's revolutionary. Because it is, after all, not just about us as individuals. Just like it wasn't about King David or Paul or even Mary, portal to the Messiah that she was. We are a part of the continuity of God's grace in every age and every place. God's power and God's resurrection. So may this story be born in and through us. Here we are, the servants of the Lord. Let it be with us according to God's word. We become together the portal of the Most High. Amen. Um.